Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Razavani for IFL TV, proudly sponsored by Everlast. Delighted to have with me this morning on Zoom, Spencer Oliver, the Omen. Uh, Spencer, firstly, uh, how are we doing? Raz, I'm really well, thanks. How are you doing? I'm great. I'm great. Just just came off a little bug, a bit of a cold weather change, but uh, getting back to normal now, mate. But um, Spencer, obviously huge, huge news breaking this week. We anticipated to see a huge fight Um Connor Ben, Chris Huban Jr. When you heard, when you heard, uh, was it on on Wednesday? Yeah, rumors started circulating that Connor had failed a, a reported drug test. Uh, what was your kind of instant reaction? You know what? I was gutted, if I'm totally honest. You know, I know Connor. I've seen him develop as a fighter. I've known him for a long, long time. Consider him a friend. So what happened has happened. But listen, the facts are the facts, and we can't get away from that. You know, he failed. He failed um, a drug test um, for a fertility drug, which increases the um, testosterone. And it's not good, mate. Whatever way you look at it, you know, I, I can't sort of try and sugarcoat it. You know, I can't, you know, it is what it is. You know, he failed a drug test and the fight was rightly called off. I mean, do you know what I, do you know what I, thought I found bizarre about this whole situation was that, you know, why this was going on on Connor's side, it was making Chris Eubank Jr., make a weight that was unrealistic. 157 was unrealistic for Chris. We know that he's very tight at 160. He's boxed as high as 168. But he's very tight at 160. So losing that last three pounds, to the, like, to the normal person, that's like losing three stone. It's all fluid. Your brain loses the cushioning around it. And potentially, it's very, very dangerous. And I'm better placed to speak about that than anybody, you know, because I've been there and that was through dehydration that I got injured in the ring the way I did. So... I, I was really worried about it. And I thought, wow, you know what? The boxing board have got to keep a close eye on this because Chris getting down to 157 is serious. It's going to take all his strength away. Um, it's going to take, you know, like I say, all the cushioning around the brain, et cetera, et cetera. And I thought, yeah, they've, they've got to get this right or it could 
it could have serious consequences. And when you hear that what was going on on the other side, Connor's side, with this fertility drug, I was like, wow, that's not good, man. That's not good for our sport, you know? It's not good for our sport at all. It's a sport that we're trying to clean up. And yeah, that doesn't, that leaves a grey area over the sport. The worry was, and, and the concern as well was that, you know, it was such a mainstream fight. It captured the public imagination, you know, going back 30 years with the dads and the feud and everything else. And it was like, you know, a promotion that had gone behind it. It was just, I think it's just such a shame. It's a shame for the sport. And, um, yeah, we don't like to see things like that. I'm glad it was called off the way it was because that could have ended horribly. Uh, Spencer, it, it came out a bit later that this was known since around the 23rd of September. You know, are you are you surprised that it it was leaked for it to finally come to this commotion and finally get cancelled, and, and rightly so? Insane. I mean, when it was known on the 23rd of September or whenever it was, it should have been highlighted straight away. You know, I mean, why did it take until the final hour, until like two days before? That's unfair on all the fighters that were on the undercard, everybody that bought tickets. You know, it's it's wrong, mate. It's wrong. I don't know why it was covered up. Why did they cover it up? What was the reason behind that? You know, like, you know, I heard that this was, you know, it was Varda that he fouled. UCAD, which was the main tester, drug tester for the event, said that he had come back negative on everything. But the VADA testing that he had found goes way back to like sort of the end of August or something. You know, so what I'm saying is, well, where was the cover-up right from back then? And why was it only just leaked just before we got to the fight? You know, like, forget that the UCAD tests were coming back, uh, that he was negative. Forget that, because it's not about that. It's about, at one stage in the build-up to this fight, he was using something he shouldn't have been using. That's the problem. That's where, we, that's where we've got the problem. It's all right, you know, Eddie and everyone going, you know what? Well, you know, all the UCAD samples come back, you know, negative. Well, the, the, the harder one was taken before them. Do you know what I'm saying? So, and it's not right. You know, whatever way you want to look at it is not right. So, um, I don't know where we go from here. I don't, Connor's in, he's in deep water at the moment, Connor, because I'm not sure how the British Boxing Board of Control are going to deal with it, but they have to deal with it. And they've got to deal with it in the right manner because it's such a high-profile fight. They can't brush it under the carpet. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens over the next few days. And like I say, it's hard me doing this interview because I like Connor a lot. I've got all the time in the world for Tony Sims and the whole team, Eddie, everyone. You know, I consider all of them friends. And so, but the facts are the facts, and we have to, we, you know, we have to be quite strong about it. I know, I know Junior came out uh, at the public workout and he said, "Look, I'm ready to fight." Connor said, "I'm ready to fight." Should Junior's team, the people around him, pulled him without Junior having to, to talk to anybody? Yes. Because it seems like Junior is a fighter. He'll get in there. We know what Junior's like. He's born from that, that fighting background. But should someone have grabbed him and said, no, we are pulling you from this fight? It seemed like people around him were like insisting on him to just carry on, even though Connor had tested positive. Insane. You know, of course they should have pulled it. Straight away, we're talking about, listen, what these people that were saying that are doing are putting wealth before health and in the sport we're in is health before wealth forget about that and all they're thinking about is the finances they're all they're thinking about is the money when they found out and like Eubank Jr is a fighting man and he's worked really hard for it and in his mind he's going to be going I'm getting the best part of four million quid I want to fight I could beat this kid anyway because he was super confident I had him on my podcast like sort of 
a week before. He was super confident. He did not see a way of losing. So he's still thinking, well, it's not in his system now. I'm going to fight. Of course, that's what he does. The people around it, you know, whoever that may be, Keller, Eddie, whoever was involved in them conversations should have pulled it straight away because it wasn't right, you know, and, and, and it was always going to leave a black mark on boxing. You know, when something like this is highlighted, everybody has to be seen to do the right thing, you know, but they're putting money before help, which is insane. Spence, I know a lot of people have spoken about the, the B sample and, and it seemed like it hasn't been tested, but are you surprised that if you fail the A, the, the, even though the B sample is exactly the same, the same urine, the same contents, exactly. uh, but the, B, the B hasn't been tested yet? That's what I'm saying. Raz, how fucking long does it take to test the B sample? Right, so where's the B sample? But like you say there, I've had drug tests, so I know what it is. Right, it's the same sample, just put into two, two different pots. So it don't matter. The B, if the B somehow comes back as negative, you go, well, how the fuck's that happened? Because the A wasn't. That's my point. So, you know, it's just, you know, the, and, and where is the B sample? Why is it taking so long? You know, and if they're that, if they were that concerned about it, that if they were that concerned about it, you know, I've seen Nigel and I've seen Connor both, you know, saying this and I want to prove my innocence and everything else. Get the B sample then. Why has that not been brought to light? Do you know what I'm saying? Because that would sort of help out a lot. So it's just all, it's, it's all, it's mad, man. It's, what's going on at the moment is absolutely insane. Like that, that last week has just been, it's been crazy. But like I say, it's a, it is a difficult one because I like these guys and I don't like talking bad about them, but the facts are the facts. You know what I mean? And it doesn't bode well for our sport. You know, we're trying to, you know, we're trying to move on. We're trying to evolve as a sport. And when things like this happen, you know, your casuals look at it and go, the fuck's going on in that sport? What is all that about? And God forbid that fight would have gone ahead and that would have been allowed to go ahead. What would that have said about the system? Do you know what I mean? What would that have said about our system? Oh, yeah, it's all right. He's been caught with drugs in his system. We're going to let him fight because there's a load of money gone into this. Crazy. I know Eddie's been vocal about him passing the UCAT test and, and he, yes, there was a there was a, a sample that came from from the the Vada testing, but he's had yeah. a lot of criticism because he's spoken about how UCAD were the kind of the main body for this fight. But why use Vada then? Yeah, look, Vada was the voluntary thing. But listen, look, go back on Eddie's previous interviews. Vada was the golden the golden tester. Vada was the one that he recognised as the best testing system. Right? They cho- chose Vada as a, they signed up to Vada as a voluntary. Um, testing, um, drug testing um, participant in this. So, you know, you know, you signed up to it, mate. So you didn't have to sign up to it. You signed up to it, and they found some. Say they found something in the, in, in the testing. So, yeah, it's like, you know, you can't go. You can't just go. Oh, well, that's all right. That's that's far. Don't, that was only voluntary. We we're talking about the UK one. Well, no, the facts are the facts, mate. They're there. It's there. So it's done. Do you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's mad. You know, I, I don't know. We're in a situation where you don't know where to point the blame because I don't know who, I don't know who's, who's to blame. And I'm not blaming anyone, but I'm just saying some, someone has to be blamed for this because he failed the test. It was positive and you can't get away from it. And the drug that he, he failed it with as well, this fertility drug, you can't put on meat. It's not like you can't, it can't be contaminated in your food or in a protein shake. Do you know what I mean? You can't do that. Uh, anybody that 
doesn't know what that drug is, have a look at it, research it, see what it's used for. And that will, you know, it's self-explanatory. And then you'll make your own minds up. You go, wow, okay. Spence, I know you said that Connor's come out and wants to prove his innocence and, and there's going to be a lengthy investigation and to gain all the facts and, and gain the details before the bo- the governing body make the decision on whether Connor can carry on or whether he's suspended, etc. But in his mindset, he's still a young kid, Connor. I know he's a tough man, but he's still a young kid. You know, what is he going through now uh, behind closed doors? I feel sorry for him, what he's going through, because you don't know... You don't know the backstory to this, you know, how this has all come about. You know, I know there's certain people involved and I don't want to go too deep into it because I don't want to be up on any sort of lawsuits, you know what I'm saying? But what I'm saying is there's a lot of people involved in this and Connor's obviously the man at the front and he's the one that's sort of like driving the ship. So I feel sorry for Connor because he sort of fucked his career, you know? Like we, we got to a stage here where he was a hero. Everyone loved him, you know? He was like, like Chris Eubank Jr. was a pantomime villain. It was like seeing their dads from 30 years ago. You know, like he was a villain, like like the guy that was playing the psychological game and, you know, just being the annoying guy that was getting inside Connor's head. Connor's the emotional one, like his dad. It was like watching their dads in the press conferences and everything. And he was, a, yeah, he, he was a loved kid, Connor. And, and it seems to have changed overnight because of what's happened. People don't like what's happened. And it's that whole thing where they had the weight restrictions in place, an unrealistic weight whilst that was going on. That's what's really concerning me. I can't get that out of my head. I'm thinking, wow, mate, that is fucking like insane what you're doing there. You're not even, you know what I mean? Not, you're taking a lot away from Chris by getting him down to that weight. And this is going on on the other side. I'm thinking that that's like fucking hell. Like, yeah, that's madness. Uh, Spence, just finally, obviously, Chris Eubank Sr. was very vocal about not having his son participate in this fight. He then asked for this fight on the fight is right with Spencer Fair on that. Um, he, he insisted people boycott this fight. Uh, yeah. I, I know Spencer Fairon has spoken to him since I haven't caught up with Spencer Fairon just yet. But uh, how relieved do you think he will be now knowing the facts from, from the other party? Did he know something we didn't? Because it's, it's like just, it's just so mad, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Everyone thought Eubank Senior was losing his nut and going off his head. And like, it's going, oh, Chris is trying to boycott it. Is he trying to make it about himself? Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And then this all comes to light. And it just makes you wonder. You just go, wow. Yeah, it's, um, it's, just, a, it's just the maddest thing, man. I've, like, I've been involved in this sport a long time. And what's happened here is just crazy for a number of reasons. You know, like we had the fantasy fight that we never thought we'd get. It was just a fantasy fight. And then it become a reality. And you're thinking, yeah, mate, I'm actually into this because of the restrictions that Chris has got to make. It makes it quite an even balanced and well-balanced fight. And then all this drama after it, you just think, wow, mate, this is like, just a, yeah, it's just been a nutty few weeks. I'm, like, I'm tired, if I'm honest. I'm like, tired. I'm tired from this, mate. It's like madness. It's sort of like taking over my life. Yep, and time will tell what happens. Spence, I appreciate you jumping on this morning. I know you're travelling back to London, but yeah, uh, hopefully we'll catch up with you next week if you're around at the O2 yeah. for uh, Savannah Marshall and Clarissa Shields. I'm there um, on next. I'm there next Wednesday, actually. So yeah, we'll definitely catch up, um, and hopefully we can have this conversation again and see where it's see where it's where it's gone to because there's a load of twists and turns still to come for out in this outcome, and it's um, yeah, it's going to be an interesting few days. Spence Rams, as always, mate, it's been a pleasure. <laughs> Absolutely. Spence Oliver. 
Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.